0: We are back, baby. What is going on, everybody? This is Pickin' Pod. You already know this is your host, Manny Adeye, And I am joined by my good buddies, Mir Gory and Jimmy Sullivan. Guys, what's going on, Mayor? How are you? Great. You sound awesome. Honestly. Oh, listen, listen, man. You know, the energy is alive with me, right? Listen, it's, it's winter break. You, how can you not be happy? It's Christmas break.
1: It's the time of the Lord. <laughs> I'm telling you what,
0: Mary. you know what? You've been home this whole time. Did you know that Jimmy has been in the studio every single day? It hasn't day? been every single day. It's time. been damn near every day.
2: I wasn't watching Cavs Warriors this year. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know, That would be a little soon much.
1: It's, soon it's gonna be Jimmy WFUV Sullivan. I'm no. telling you,
0: man, it's no. it's it's ridiculous. And first of all, you should see how he's dressed up for this radio performance right <laughs> now. <laughs> no. You know, wait, you don't wait, need wait, to. Wait, wait, wait.
1: Is he wearing a tie? Because he looks good in
0: tie. Red shirt, black tie, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yep.
1: Mamma mia, que bello. You
2: look <laughs> Listen. I see it. I, I dress to impress, or, or maybe I just overdress. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you guys enjoying your break, though, so far? Because I'm having a great break. Yeah, I am.
1: Yeah, it's going well. You know, I had a couple meetings, but, you know, it was nice. It was nice. It was nice. I'm yes. loving the basketball, really. To be honest with you,
0: I'm telling you. I hope everyone at home is is loving all the basketball. I mean, Christmas Day was what that was a that was too much for me to handle. To be quite honest, you're telling me it was his game after game after game, and they they're also great. They were honestly,
1: yeah. I was the, the game that I was most impressed by was not the Thunder game actually. It was the Lakers Timberwolves. I mean, I thought that the Lakers, I mean, they kind of beat themselves because, in my opinion, I I, I thought that. They were better than the Timberwolves in that game, I was shocked.
0: Okay, yeah. Well, so so let's jump right into that. Uh, we was gonna hit that later on the show, but let's go straight into uh, the Christmas Day games and their performances. So, Mir, go ahead. Tell me, tell me about that that Laker game. What really stood out to you? What 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 took your attention?
1: You know, I know they were putting him on the trade block, but but actually both of them. But Julius Randall was, I mean, he was yeah. going at his former teammate Cat. I mean he he really wasn't. He was exposing just how terrible. Cat is on defense. I mean, Cat is so bad right now. Carlos Anthony e. Towns on defense that he's making Enos Canner look like DeAndre Jordan. On defense. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really remarkable. And on top of everything else, I was really impressed by jordan clarkson i know these guys aren't in a contract year but i guess they're playing for hey where are we going to get traded because you know you know that the lakers are going to make a push in free agency this summer and they got to get rid of clarkson and randall and i was they were the two guys i was really impressed by since you know obviously brandon ingram wasn't playing and lonzo ball wasn't either so therefore Levar ball wasn't even on the court in spirit so you know it was a you would think it was a quiet night but it was it was really impressive. I mean, I thought Larry Nance was pretty good. Larry, sorry, Larry Nance Jr. Um, you know, it was it was a good performance overall. I thought that the, the the Timberwolves kind of exposed themselves a little bit. They played too slow. If they played faster, Carl Anthony Towns, in my opinion, would be an MVP candidate. He wouldn't win it this year because he's still a little too young, but he would be definitely an MVP candidate. But Tibbs wants to play an old-school style of defense, and that means that maybe that, that requires that the the You know, the switches on offense don't happen as quickly. And I'm okay with that. You know, I'm fine with that. Because in any case, Carl Anthony Towns needs to become a more complete player than becoming, like, a supernova on offense and then a nightmare on defense. All
2: right. Well, first of all, we should have, like, some kind of thing in here where it's like a swear jar where every time we mention Lonzo's father's name, (laughs) we need to put in a dollar and then, like, donate it to charity or something. I I think that's a good idea. But, um... For my Christmas Day thoughts, the one game I thought was interesting was the Boston-Washington game. Mm. I Washington needed a big win in the absolute worst way, and they got it. And they've been maligned for their performance. They got off to a slow start last year, too. This year, it's been worse. Uh, but Scott Brooks and that team, they got the win they needed. I think Washington's going to be okay. And, and, Mira, like you said about that Minnesota-LA game, that was an enjoyable game, but... I'm just not impressed by the Timberwolves. I I know they're in fourth in the West right now, and and they look like a good team on paper. But if you look deeper, their point differential numbers are not that good. Their strength of schedule is not that good. I'm just not impressed by the the Timberwolves.
0: Yeah, but they, they end up winning that game against the Lakers team, who's coming off some uh, a tough game against the Cavs, two tough games against the Warriors. You know, this is a good Lakers team. They they beat the Rockets as well.
2: Yeah, the Lakers, the Lakers, I think are a little better than their record may yeah. suggest that they are. Like, they're come- a lot better. Yeah, they're,
1: they're, in my eyes, they're a top eight team in the West. I mean, if you see how tough they have played the Warriors, the Rockets, the Thunder, the uh, the, the uh, Cavs. Sorry, either. I'm blanking the Cavs the guy, as yeah. well. The Timberwolves. I mean. Their problem is that they don't have a superstar on their team, because if they did, I mean, if take, for example, LeBron were on the Lakers. They're a title contender, <laughs> not because LeBron is there. I mean, I don't think that the, the argument can be made at this point in LeBron's career that wherever he goes, the team is immediately a title contender. But I do think that LeBron on the Lakers, as they stand, right, with the players that they have and the inexperience they have, they would, they would be a top two, top three team in the West because – they play tough, and they have a really good system, and Luke Walton is an extremely underrated coach.
0: Well, then we had to give credit to the Timberwolves as to being a somewhat better, a decent, good team.
2: Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: We no, do. I think
1: the Timberwolves are good. I, my problem with the Timberwolves is simply that I'm, I'm a little concerned that the, they have the wrong coach or they have the wrong players for that coach because Jimmy fits well. Sorry, not Jimmy Sullivan. I mean, I think even Jimmy Sullivan <laughs> and Jimmy
2: <Butler laughs> I'm a good defender. Well. There you yeah.
1: go. <laughs> with the tie, especially. He's just become Jimmy Butler. No, I think Jimmy Butler for, the, for Tibbs is great, and Taj Gibson is absolutely fantastic. But the problem with for Andrew Wiggins is he's not a spot-up shooter. He's a great three, four dribbles, create an offense kind of guy. He can spot up. He's pretty good at it. But at his best, he needs the ball a little bit more in his hands. And I think that Cat is really not buying into Tibbs' defense for whatever reason. But despite all of that kind of somewhat subtle divide in the locker room, I feel, and in just kind of the, the what's best for the, each player and the overall team, I think that they've been pretty good. I just think that there needs to be some sort of leeway or some give from both ends. Like, Tibbs needs to let them run a little more, and Cat has got to become a disciplined defender at the very least. I don't think he's ever going to be a good defender – in the NBA, but I think he needs to at least be a disciplined defender because as of right now, he just looks like he's he's trying, but he's not he, he's not moving with any order on those defenses. I mean, I've seen him many times his feet get caught up together, and Julius Randall just just you know hooks in a basket yeah. right over him, and and Julius Randall three inches or four inches shorter than him.
0: Oh yeah, obviously Randall, you know, being uh used to, used to playing with the guy, he, he has no fear against Cat at all. So which 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 obviously adds into his confidence playing against him and whatnot. However, I want to shift to. I know. Now, my biggest game takeaway from Christmas Day was the Cavs Warriors. But before we do that, just to be fair, let's talk about the Knicks and the 76ers. Um, I was impressed, to be quite honest with you. I I never really see Joel Embiid play, you know. And uh, I like the kid a lot, man. He has good feet. Honestly, there's positives in, in, in his entire aspect of his playing style and his game. He just needs to be healthy, you know. Do you know
1: what's so amazing about Joel is that that was a game that he came off after not playing for four games because yeah. his back's been bothering him since he played that triple overtime against the Thunder. And the amazing fact that I found out about Joel that the whole national media has been talking about is he doesn't practice because they <laughs> yeah. rest him so much that he actually doesn't practice. He just shows up to the NBA games. So this guy goes from not playing two years of basketball, neither college nor NBA, no level, right? Being injured. Then getting in shape, and then just going into an NBA regular season. He didn't play any preseason. He does a little bit of training camp, but it's mostly rehabbing. And he just shows up in these games. And, I mean, I know it's crazy to say this, but it's not that he's as good as him, but he looks like Hakeem Olajuwon. The way he plays, the way he moves relative to his size, he looks like a taller version of Hakeem. It's shocking. I mean, he can shoot the three. he He can make free throws. He can make mid- mid-range jumpers. He can, he can back you up. He can pull up. I mean, he's really phenomenal. But the problem is his injury, his injury history. And, and and honestly, Manny, like, you picked, like, maybe his worst performance to see I, the first game. Because I know. Hey, had, like, worst,
0: worst performance, 25-16-3, by the way. But it was a bad performance, which is crazy.
1: Yeah, like, I'm telling you, this, like, this is why I picked the 76ers to be the fifth seed in the East. And they will be the 15 in the East. And also, if you take Joel out, that's why they've been on this terrible run recently because he didn't play for four games, and the 76ers look completely lost without him. So they look lost without a guy that they don't even practice with but just shows up in the games. I mean, that's how good this guy is.
2: Yeah, and I think for the Sixers, they've got, let's look, Embiid has injury issues. Simmons missed the entire year last year. Fultz has had, who knows what's going on with Markel Fultz, honestly. So w- for them, I mean, they've got a bunch of guys who could be just amazing if you put them all together healthy. But there's also a lot of what if there. And that's the only thing I worry about with Philadelphia. Because if Joel Embiid is this good, literally waking up and walking into a basketball game, imagine how good he's going to be when he's totally Goodness. healthy. It's, it's actually absurdly scary. And he's only in his second season. When you think about it that way, it seems
0: like he's been around forever. It's his second year. So, he
1: just turned 23. I mean, he's so young.
2: Yeah,
0: All he's right. he's fantastic. So, so I'm not going to get too riled up and upset about what we're about to talk about. But to talk on the last game of Christmas Day, the Warriors won. They're a great team. The Cavs, they lost. They're also a phenomenal team. Now, are you guys did, – did we watch the same game? Because I don't know if the refs saw LeBron James getting fouled a couple more times than – then was called out to be on the box sheet, or, or like, or, or what, what went down, guys?
1: So I have a lot to say, but I want Jimmy to go first because I'm I'm like totally ticked about this. Guy. I'm, oh,
0: I'm going to remain calm because I'm having a great vacation. I'm a, I'm a remain calm.
2: So um, go ahead, Jimmy. I will say this. I will explain this as thoroughly as possible. He got fouled. <laughs> um, he 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 got fouled. He did, and it's a bad call. Uh, the NBA released their last two minutes report. I saw either today or the day before basically saying as much as what i just said that he got fouled and granted it's one game in a vacuum but if this is going to be a matchup in the finals where it comes down to a play with lebron going to the rim and lebron is a tank and to start with i don't think he really gets a ton of calls honestly so if there's a game if there's a finals game between these two and you're a referee and you're trying to call did lebron get hit or not and this is the precedent you have, you have to be worried. I mean, I wouldn't be as worried as, say, the NFL, where they literally don't know what constitutes a catch, but, <laughs> you know, you, you have to call it better, and he was absolutely fouled. Cavs, I thought, played a pretty good game, honestly, uh, especially considering they don't have Isaiah Thomas, but that that call obviously killed them, and uh, I'll just say it again, he was fouled. He was fouled.
0: Go go ahead, Mere. So, my concern
1: with Game was not the result or or, or the cause because I, I personally think the NBA is getting a little soft. I think also LeBron needs to chill out a little bit, but but I get it, I understand. But I find really annoying, and I'm I'm going back to to kind of being critical of him again after kind of giving him a break. But Mr. Manny, Kevin Durant needs to stop thinking he's some sort of you. you know <laughs> God tough Here guy. I mean, bro, like, LeBron wanted to, he snapped her back in half. I mean, he acts so tough on the court, and then he, oh. he's cheering these calls, I and mean, it's just driving me nuts. I mean, like, why is it that, that Kevin Durant thinks he has the gall to go up in LeBron's face and act as if, I'm on your level? And I, I find it very irritating that people are starting to say that LeBron and Kevin Durant are on the same level, because if you just clearly look at the amount of energy that LeBron uses in a game to, to get to his performance and to get a win relative to Kevin Durant, it already should nullify that whole argument. Kevin Durant doesn't have to do much anymore to win a game. That's why he keeps talking about the Thunder, because it's clear that he kind of misses that. Yeah. He's not the go-to guy anymore. He's just all about the passes to the guy that's open or to the hot hands but then he's trumpeted as the best player in the league while LeBron is carrying the entire team, being a mastermind, while at the same time being a, you know, the physical specimen that he is and, and exerting a, a, a human amount of energy just to, to get a win. And, you know, they're saying that they're about equal players or an equal level as players. And I just find it very insulting to LeBron. I find it that a lot of these people who say that don't know basketball. And these same people who are saying that Kevin Durant is at the same level of LeBron are also saying, Oh, it's not a big deal that Kevin Durant won, the, that Kevin Durant fouled LeBron. You know, the league is getting soft anyway. We need, these, uh, We need you know, the, the, war, the it was fine but the Warriors won. It's okay. But then those same people that whenever Steph Curry just even gets, like, I don't know, somebody blows on him, you know, like, and he's 20 feet away or in the next building, people freak out. I mean, it's, it's really frustrating. I don't like the, the idea that the NBA gets, gives star calls because I think it's getting to a really ridiculous point, and far be it for me to complain about it when the Thunder original big three was kind of the ones who started this. Kevin Durant started the underarm swipe, James Harden did the the, the, the You know, when he clipped the player's arm under him, the defender, as he was trying to make a shot. Russell Westbrook, you know, flopping a lot. I mean, the Thunder were the kind of the, the, the real patriarchs of this extreme foul calls. If you look at the statistics, that 2012 Thunder team got to the finals mostly because of the amount of calls that they got. And I know that's a very unpopular thing to say for somebody who's such a big Thunder fan, but it's <laughs> kind of a fact. They even made a rule against Kevin Durant doing the underarm swipe because he has such ridiculously long arms, and he's you know kind of almost baiting players to get the call, the the foul, to foul him. But the point is, is that I think this game expanded a bigger issue, and it showed Kevin Durant cheering about how great he is, how amazing he is when he got kind of a cheap call uh, his way, and he barely got the win, and he didn't have all his boys on his side. You know, he didn't have Steph. He only had Clay and Draymond. And I say only to as, as kind of a, a joke because look how many great players he has while LeBron doesn't really have all those great players and is five years older than Kevin Durant.
0: It's interesting because over the years, the media has grown so much hate for LeBron. Like, listen, you're not Jordan, that they're going to raise and pump up anybody else in the world. So now KD has his confidence that listen the media is gonna back me up like i'm on his i level. mean
2: skip bayless built a second career off basketball. yeah LeBron. it's
0: crazy like i'm i'm on his level but you know what we're not even gonna because we can go a whole hour about that game and i'm not gonna do it because i'm gonna bring it back down and breathe real quick all right they took the l that's okay so now i'm we're gonna go into um our our early picks for the season awards we're gonna talk who our mvps are Defensive Player of the Year, and Rookie of the Year. So, Jimmy, I want you to go first. I want you to give me your Rookie of the Year. We're going to go Rookie of the Year, then we're going to go Defensive Player of the Year, then MVP.
2: All right, so you want me to do all three now?
0: Uh, Sure, yeah. Throw, 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 throw it
2: all the out ball. there? all All right, so we'll go in that order. Rookie of the Year, I'm going with Ben Simmons. Uh, I was stuck between him, Tatum, and maybe Kuzma, but not really. Um. So I'm going with Ben Simmons. Defensive Player of the Year. Struggle with this one a little. It's kind of up to your interpretation. I'm taking Draymond Green. Um, frankly, I looked at the metrics they checked out on him, and for my money, he's the best defender in the NBA. If, if I need one person to stop somebody, anybody, it's him. So he won the award last year. I don't know if he'll win it again this year, but I, I still think he's the best defender in the league, so I'll give him the award. MVP was tough. Um I looked at a bunch of different kind of advanced stats because I like advanced stats. But James Harden was first in PER, Mm. first in offensive rating, second in defensive rating, among the guys I looked at. Um, First in win shares, first in box plus minus, first in usage rate. The three guys I considered for this were basically Harden, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and LeBron. So right now I give a slight edge to Harden. I I would also totally be willing to give it to LeBron. Uh, Giannis is kind of on that fringe right now. I'll give it to to Harden. If the season ended right now, I'd I, I say James Harden is the NBA MVP.
0: Mayor, 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 what are you talking, buddy?
1: All right, so for my early predictions of the rookie of the year, I said Dennis Smith, and he's been taking time to develop, and I get it, and I understand. I also think that if Kuzma had the brand and the development in college that that Simmons had and being the guy for his team and on a on a, a like you know, a more nationally known team I think Kuzma will be making a bigger impact on the media I think he's overall had been the most spectacular player from the aspect of where he was to where he is now but I think you kind of have to give it to Simmons and I think there's no doubt Simmons will win it not just because of the brand, but also he does play overall well. But the thing is that when he has a bad game, people will ignore that because he's in Philly, because maybe Joel isn't playing, or maybe because you know, he didn't play basketball last year. So I'm going to give it to Simmons, though I think Kuzma's right there with him, honestly, if he, if he didn't have as big of a brand. People need to understand that Kuzma is playing, making such a massive impact as a rookie coming off the bench. And he hasn't been starting because the the Lakers, more specifically Magic Johnson, keep wanting to make Brandon Ingram not come across as a bust. So they keep making him start. But really, Kuzma is a better player. He just isn't getting as many chances. For defensive player of the year, I'm surprised, Jimmy, that you're going with Draymond because Draymond's had more injuries. Draymond has also not been as good as he normally is. It's got to be Paul George. Paul George is looking like Kawhi Leonard right now. The amount of steals that he's getting are just absolutely incredible. I I thought about
2: Paul George for that one, yeah. he's a
1: guy, yeah, I mean, Paul George is... Typically a very good defender, but he's playing at an insane level right now. I think it's because he's not having to carry the offense now since he's not on the Pacers anymore, so he has more energy to go on the defense. But he's looking almost as good as Andre Robertson on defense right now. In fact, I think he's a little better than Andre Robertson right now. And Andre Robertson is the best perimeter defender in the league for the last three years. Maybe not the best overall defender, but on the perimeter, he's absolutely stellar. The thing is is that I'm going to go with – with Paul George, I think that the defensive player of the year award is always kind of an award. People act like they're giving a lot of, uh, you know, inside and knowledge to, and they really know what they're talking about. But People usually just give it to the brand name. Um, I think also that because Kawhi has been injured, he's not, he's not going to win it this year, but I would normally give it to Kawhi. I think Paul George absolutely deserves to win it in terms of MVP. Um, I would love James Harden to get it because it would just emphasize the fact of how great the old Thunder team was because then all three (laughs) of the superstars would have an MVP, and I think James Harden does deserve it. But I think that you really have to give it to LeBron. I think I have had enough of people saying that because LeBron has won it so many times they need to get to somebody else. Well, LeBron is doing right now without Kyrie, even though I don't think Kyrie is really that good uh, in a team aspect on a championship team than people want to give Kyrie credit for. I think that's still going, going at, at this rate that LeBron has been going at in terms of energy relative to his age, improving his shot, thanks to his wife and <laughs> and doing all of this without Kyrie. I think it's absolutely phenomenal. I think LeBron is showing that he's a spot up shooter, which is something that he started showing only just most recently in the last playoffs. But since then, he, before then, he really didn't show that. So, I've been absolutely incredibly impressed by LeBron. I've never liked him more in his entire career than I do now. And I, I really think it would be very unfair him for him not to get it this year.
0: Okay, here I go. <clears throat> now, for my rookie of the year, I'm going to have to disagree with both of you guys. And I got to go with, with, with Kyle Kuzma just because the simple fact is this kid is balling right now. And we talked about his brand now being up there with Simmons and the rest. Well, that's because he's being overshadowed by the big baller brand. And it's just that simple. Yes, he's coming ah. off the bench because of you know what Magic wants to do with Ben Ingram, but th- like after his performance on Christmas Day, listen, his stock has been rising the last couple of weeks, and it's 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 great. It's great for the Lakers. It's great for the NBA. This kid, like you know, who was I guess overlooked coming out of college and what and whatnot, and when you hear him talk, you know, he has the confidence. He has the swagger of a superstar. He like he doesn't back down from the from the big question. You know, he's confident in his game and whatnot. I love I love the kid, man. I think I think for me he's person he's my rookie of the year. And he'll never get it. Just because he the bigger rookie story that's on his team right now. Now for my defensive play of the year, it's just interesting because both of you guys bring up two valid guys, who who the two guys who it came down to for me, and that being in Paul George. And uh, Draymond Green. And, of course, I got to go with Draymond Green, all right? I I despise the Warriors. Trust me, with every bone in my body. But Draymond Green, he's an MSU boy. And (laughs) Michigan State, my favorite school, (laughs) be that as it may. Draymond Green, listen, he's consistent in this defense. Yes, he's been hurt a couple of games this season. But, honestly, despite what happened this Sunday, we see Draymond Green Actually teaching Kevin Durant how to play better defense. Yeah. His defense has stepped up this year, and I'm I 100% believe that's because of what Draymond Green is able to teach him. Uh, the small little things that that you need to know. You know he's he's maturing and learning his defense from Draymond Green. Now for my MVP, it has to be LeBron James. It has to be without a doubt LeBron James. Don't get me wrong, James Harden is having a phenomenal year as he as he does, and like you said, Mira, it'll be great for those uh, three players who once on the OKC to each be an MVP, which is incredible because they were all on one team at one point. But you gotta look at it like this: ever since uh, the Rockets have lost Chris Paul, (laughs) they're not winning games, man. They lost three in a row. They lost three in a row. And 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 it's it's crazy because if you're gonna be the most valuable player on my team, if you don't play, we can't win. <laughs> so for you to be the most valuable player in the whole league, you gotta have some some type of massive impact like that. And LeBron James is finding a way to get it done. He's finding a way to get it done, minus Kyrie. And I say minus Kyrie because yes, there was a trade for Kyrie and Isaiah. Isaiah hasn't seen the, hasn't seen the court yet, man. <laughs> Isaiah has not seen the court. Isaiah Thomas was a was the um. He was third last year in points per game. Yeah. This guy is not on the court. And LeBron is still finding a way to make things happen with the team he's working with now. And, no, he's not playing with all scrubs this year, which he has before. But, nah, he, he's had some really uh, talented guys. Uh, Dwayne Wade, he's playing so much better than he did, you know, to start the season, which is great to see. But, listen, all those LeBron haters, man, we can't keep saying, oh, yeah, I think this guy's winning just because yeah, LeBron has enough already. No. This man is aging by the day. He's one of the oldest players in the NBA, and he's playing like he's one of the youngest. He's putting up stats far better than he has in his career. In before. two days, he's going to be 33. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. He's been the year the league for, what, 15 years? This is his 15th year, yeah. And like we spoke about a couple weeks ago, I'm going to keep bringing this up because i mentioned this like three times a week. They said he has the body of a 19-year-old this time last year. How is that possible? The man will play with his son. He will. I guarantee you in eight years when the son's in the league, LeBron James will also still be in the league. Average, <laughs> I don't know about that. But averaging 22 points, at least nah, six rebounds and maybe four or five assists. And he'll probably shoot like 50% for there three because of LeBron. I
1: don't know about that, but I will say this. When LeBron was started his career, the three of us either were about to start elementary school or just started elementary school. I just want you guys to realize
0: that. <laughs> that <is> disgusting. <laughs> that's
1: disgusting. I mean, that's 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 an accomplishment oh three i was in third grade right it's it's not even the fact that lebron was was at that it was started his career then and is still playing because there there are others that are even older that have played longer like say for example robert parish but the fact that lebron has continued to be lebron like since his junior year of high school to now i mean it's been just one level and it's LeBron, you know, there's no ever doubting. Oh, is LeBron weak
0: or yeah. not strong enough? Yeah.
1: Old? It's just been—he's looked like a, just on a whole new level athletically than everyone else. Always, even even against Kevin Durant, who's supposed to be just as good as him. Don't get LeBron me started. More
0: Don't get me started, man. All right, so, so before we wrap up the show. Now, let's talk about. We have a little bit more basketball, you know, going to this new year, and the All Star break is mid February. So, what do you guys think we're going to see up until that moment? Uh, Mir, I'll let you go ahead, and then Jimmy.
1: Um, I know this sounds biased, but I really think that the Thunder looked absolutely amazing, <laughs> and I think that they're continuing to improve. Hey, you—you you, you saw that Rockets. Listen, you—you give—you you give,
0: you give Mira an inch about the Thunder doing good, he's gonna take the mile every oh, time. Is only gonna take one mile? I'm not,
1: I'm not taking the mile. I'm taking the moon. <laughs> <laughs> the Thunder, the Thunder shot the Rockets into the moon, as as the Bleacher Report showed that picture of it. It was, it was so hilarious. In my opinion, I think the Thunder are looking very good. They have the number two defense in the league. I think their offense has been terrible only because they're big three. They have a very good bench. Um, I think it's very important that to understand that the Thunder could be the three seed by the All-Star break, I think.
2: So, uh, one, yeah, the Thunder have been playing well. I think they've figured it out, at least to an extent. Uh, the Rockets have to get Chris Paul back. Uh, he's been a stud. People don't realize how good Chris Paul really is and that team without him is just not as good. You know, I know he was out for a stretch and Harden played really well, but that the Rockets are not the same team without Chris Paul and if they don't have him in the playoffs they they will lose in the first or second round. I'll give you one team nobody's talking about and that's the Toronto Raptors. They're in second in the East. Which is but
1: act- they just got annihilated by the Thunder. I know,
2: Raptors. I know. <laughs> no, of course, I know. Of course, he was going to be quick to say that. I know. Let
1: they get annihilated.
2: I know, <laughs> I know. Look, I'm not saying they're good. I'm just saying keep an eye on him because the Cavs are third, the Thunder are second, and the Celtics are first. The Raptor, the Raptors are an interesting team. I don't know how good they are. They've got Jonas Valanciunas who. <laughs> I don't even know if he's going to have a use <laughs> in the modern NBA in 2 or 3. Like he's literally a dinosaur, which is perfect yeah. for the Raptors. But um they're an interesting team if not very good. So th- that's an interesting one to watch and the Rockets need Chris Paul back.
0: All right, for me guys, it's uh it remains the same man, the Cavaliers. And I'll tell you this why because IT is on his way back. All right, now he's uh he's, he's he's progressing. We've seen videos of IT shooting around before games. Dunking mm-hmm. basketballs. Yes, I think sir. he's he's starting to, uh, to play with the uh, the Cavaliers D team, the D, the D league team. Listen, like I said earlier in the show, this guy was third in the league last year in, in points score per game. Don't let them get this scoring weapon back. For some, Cavs could Cavs
1: could have the number one regular season record by the end of the year.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that being said, man, this guy he, he's amazing. He he can get his own basket. And listen, that that's the end of our show, man. And then on the high note, on the Cavaliers. I want you guys to enjoy your holiday because I'm going to enjoy mine. I'm going to drive back home right now. I'm going to get a little bath going, get some food, watch some basketball, watch some more football, watch all the sports I can. So for Pick and Pie, for Jimmy Sullivan, for Mayor Gory, i may I Day, amen, and you guys have a good night.